0: In Eston, in Eston, in Eston, in the club. Welcome to Tenet Men. Welcome to Tenet Men. I am your host, Steve, and I am joined by my co-host, Kevin. And together, we are doing a complete and methodical review of the Christopher Nolan 2020 epic high-concept time travel film, Tenet. We are doing a minute-by-minute analysis of the film by conducting our own temporal pincer movement. I am on the red team moving forward through the film. Kevin is on the blue team traveling backwards through the film. Kevin, how are you?
1: I am... A little distressed. You know, one thing we don't see in the film is like blue team soldiers coming out of their um, turnstiles and being just perplexed at what is going on. Like maybe the protagonist at one time is a little bit confused uh, when he switches gears, but they always seem to come out and like know exactly where they are and what they need to do. And I have a, there's a particular thing that happens in my minute that we're going to discuss in the next two episodes that you and me have talked about not understanding. <laughs> and I really worked on trying to figure it out. And it, I, my brain is kind of mush just from that.
0: <laughs> All right. I like it. I think, well, you know, I think because you become inverted, right? We answered this in the last episode. Uh, <laughs> you know, you become inverted. Everything around you feels weird. But then your instinct, instinct kicks in. And... It's- you uh you know the resiliency of of being a human makes you productive i don't know i'm just making things up
1: (laughs) yes yeah there's a lot there's a lot to discuss most of it will be in the next minute but we're going to touch on in the beginning um you're i think you still have kind of a
0: More talky minute. Oh wow, this (laughs) is—it just gets more and more verbose. Uh, I just want the scene to end, but uh, (laughs) we have at least two more weeks of this. So, yeah, um, there's some stuff in this one. There's some stuff. Let's uh, let's jump into it. So, I am—I'm on the red team. We are doing sixteen twenty-one to to minute seventeen twenty-one seconds. Last week, if you recall, we ended. Mid sentence, mid sentence. So that's, and that sentence again was an inverted bullet passing through your body would be devastating. <laughs> uh, she's talking to the protagonist cause he says he was almost hit by a reverted bullet. And then she says, not pretty. Love the color, the color commentary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't get hit by an inverted bullet. We'll, we'll, we'll talk more about that later in the film. Won't we? Um, and then the camera does that cool focus shift thing without actually changing scenes where it's, it's focused on her when she says that, and then it goes to focus on the protagonist. Yeah. Uh, is that in the screenplay?
1: I'm looking. Uh-huh. I don't see, no. I, yeah, okay. you, don't get, you, you don't get, like, cinematography notes are different than yeah. stage direction. Okay. Like, the, the script is written for the actors.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. I think okay. they have another kind of script for um, the shooting staff.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. So and then he's holding the clip with the bullets in the clip, and he says, "These look like today's," referring to the bullets. Uh, she says, "They may have been made today and inverted years from now." Uh, where did you get them? He says. This is where things get weird. Uh, she says, "They came with the wall. I was assigned it. Like all the material I'm studying here." Um. And then, like, I'm thinking, like, if she got like this bullet-riddled wall. <laughs> Like, where do the shells come from? And I think we talked about this last time, right? Like, if you fire, if you catch a bullet, an inverted bullet, you need a shell for the the you know the bullet to go into, right? And and gunpowder, the gunpowder's gone, right? If you just have lead in a wall, you're missing the other two components.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, it's uh, that's what's so confusing is like, okay, well, now the bullet manifested itself from the wall. Now you have an inverted bullet, but what is that bullet now worth? Because it can't be fired but
0: can that bullet now be fired because it's reassembled itself i don't know i think it has to be reassembled in the same way that it was fired
1: it's so confusing because how do you what do you load into an inverted gun nothing that's
0: (laughs) preposterous but there, there needs to be like the uh I don't know the atomic structures of burnt gunpowder in the vicinity and the shell casing somewhere I, so that it could all get sucked back into the into the shell
1: this is where the inanimate objects like if you go down the rabbit hole of inanimate objects like it makes sense if like oh this ball is inverted so it it bounces it into your hand instead of you bouncing it off the ground or whatever throwing it against the wall. But then when you have another component, like a gun and a bullet and you have an inverted gun and a non-inverted gun and you have an inverted bullet and a non-inverted bullet, you crisscross them. Like it's just, it's a snake eating its own tail. And the other thing I'll say about inverted bullets, I had a conversation with somebody online. Um, not one of those. That, that always goes <laughs> those I are had always... an argument with a gentleman online. Those are always <laughs> fruitful. <laughs> and about the whole thing, I was trying to uh, uh, play out the, um, uh, the soldiers, the red team should have inverted bullets and the blue team should have non inverted bullets. And somebody pointed out it doesn't matter. The blue team can't kill anybody unless on accident, no matter what kind of bullet they have. The only way you can actually kill somebody with a bullet on the blue team is completely by accident. Because I, I made the point of like, wait, but Neil sees Volkov get, you know, chopper up, you know, go in reverse and go up the helicopter. But there's no way he can kill him because he sees him, which means he is alive in it's his untrue. timeline. There's no way he can kill him because he is alive. There is absolutely zero way, Neil, on when he is inverted on the blue team, seeing Volkov can end his life. I Nothing disagree. he does will kill him. No, because it would interrupt what has happened has already happened.
0: But like when the protagonist is fighting himself in the middle of this movie, they could have killed each other. And he does injure him. He injures himself.
1: I think he could injure the shit out of Volkov. But if you can injure injure somebody, you
0: can kill somebody.
1: I don't know. No, because no, no, because you have to be alive. You have to be alive in order. Otherwise, he couldn't get there. He couldn't get to where he is.
0: Right to us the to blue team, a,
1: a blue team cannot kill some. A, a member on the blue team is really just a distractionary force no and I don't, we'll get to that we'll get to that i, 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 I just wanted to clear that up that I don't, I'm now, I don't believe that i i don't see how you cannot
0: <laughs> let's get back let's, let's get, get back to your minute i don't like this at all i don't feel good i about don't like it either
1: <laughs> i didn't like where i wound up in that 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 scenario but go ahead
0: so, okay, we don't know where... Like, if you have a bullet-riddled wall that's inverted, how do you catch them in a gun without the gunpowder in the shell? Uh, don't know. Unanswered question. I told you, we're going to make a list of unanswered questions here. Uh, Go for it.
1: We've already named so many.
0: <laughs> right. And then he asks... And this is this this actually next dialogue really annoys me. So, do you have an analysis on the metals? Sure. Why? The mixture of alloys can tell me where they might have been made. Okay, so we know that this is going to bring us to Priya. But this is yeah. such a stretch because, like, anyone can buy a bullet and throw them into an a style and invert it, and the manufacturer of that bullet has very, very little to do with this, right? Like, this is just, this is, this is bad. This is a bad, like, lead that gets us to the exact right person that we need to get to. <laughs>
1: I think a nine millimeter isn't like America the greatest producer of nine. That's the thing too, right? We're yeah. Like, yeah. It's, <laughs> or actually, no, it's probably somewhere else and we were importing them. I'm not thinking of I'm not thinking globally, but there's probably only like three manufacturers and they just ship globally around the world. Right. And well, so it wouldn't like, it wouldn't matter. Like you wouldn't you wouldn't make your own special bullet in a special factory to then go invert it you just buy it from the Walmart
0: exactly yeah exactly so this this doesn't this is dumb anyway yeah. Uh. by the way I know we trash this movie every single week this is week 17 it's of only, it's, trashing it, this movie uh, I love this movie by the way
1: <laughs> <I'm> just... <laughs> I do love it but like it's it's not meant to be slowed down and picked apart like this
0: no like, like they said no. like don't
1: think about it just feel your way through it they said that like in your minute yeah, yeah, and it's not it's not going to hold up to this.
0: Nope, nope. Uh, oh, and then he's like, "Look, I'm not seeing Armageddon here." Uh, and then we transition to a new scene or a new a new spot in the lab. We're at minute 1649. Uh, we're walking into like a storage hallway. Uh, she says, "The bullet may not seem like much, but it's a simple machine: lead bullet, brass casing." gunpowder if they can invert that they again pointing out they my favorite christopher nolan thing we need to make a they drinking game every time someone says they in a christopher nolan movie take a shot uh i see no reason they couldn't invert pretty much anything which is a really weird sentence it's a double negative um <laughs> couldn't invert i see anything. no reason they couldn't invert pretty much There's a anything. triple
1: negative right right no reason
0: they couldn't, couldn't.
1: And then you invert pretty much anything.
0: Oh, well, God. no, nothing. Pretty, yeah, yeah. Yeah, not if it was nothing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it'd be a triple. But yeah. that
1: would make just as much sense.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, it would. Uh, even a nuclear weapon can only affect our future. An inverted weapon might be able to affect our past as well. Well, yeah, that's true, I guess. <laughs> Uh, and then at 1708, she opens a drawer of these mechanical looking pieces. There's like gears and screws and cases and lenses and like motor parts. Uh, and she says, now we know what to look for. Now that we know what to look for, we're finding more and more inverted material remnants of complex objects. And then the protagonist, uh, invertedly picks up an object while holding, while wearing his radiation glove <laughs> <laughs> safety first. Uh, what do you think we're seeing? Uh, and that's it. What a great end to my minute. We're at uh, seventeen twenty-one, and if you want to find out what we're seeing, uh, tune in next week. <laughs> yeah. Lots of setup. We're still we're still in the middle of this giant setup. I think the next twenty episodes for me are all set up for this movie. By the way, because like it's it's this setup to some Michael Caine setup to Priya setup, and then. Uh, and then Neil, like there is so much setup in this movie that I never even really thought about it. But everything that I'm going to be talking about is set up for this movie.
1: Yeah. And there's really one more action scene that like bef- there's one act, nice little action scene you'll get before you get to the airport. Yeah. I'm still in the midst of the third. <laughs> act.
0: Anyway, blue team, you're up.
1: Are you ready for this?
0: <laughs> ready to rumble.
1: This is, we start off with the building, rebuilding itself only to blow up again. Um, Oh, the building. That is, which we talked about that being very confusing. And I realized it happens at the very beginning of my minute. It mostly is set up in the minute prior. Um, So I had to do a little going back, going forward. I watched these two minutes backwards and forwards, making notes, looking at the screenplay. I watched a couple of YouTube um, analysis of the entire Stalask uh, scene. And this is like, this is the exact middle point. This happens at five minutes on their watches. Is it, is it pivotal to the plot like this? Yes. Okay, great. (laughs) <laughs> which took me a while to figure out why I don't understand why uh, I might have to go I, I will just because we're going to be talking about it a little basically um, um, uh, uh, Ives and the protagonist set it up by saying oh look there's the tunnel um, I'll read the actual dialogue because it's in my previous minute but they're like oh look there's a tunnel and then Ives goes it's no it, you know it's no good if we get seen the divided knowledge; they can't be seen going into. They, it's not even that they could be shot; it's that they cannot be seen going into the tunnel. That
0: right. it's the cat that, in the box, the dead cat that, in the box.
1: Yes, that knowledge cannot leave the battlefield that they went into. The the, the 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 opposite blue team and red team cannot witness them going into there. Um, which kind of says Marcus Volclev's already in there, um, uh, from from the red team's perspective. Um, and but okay now uh, uh, so then they look over and they see the crumbled building. It's just the top of the building. They call it in the in the in the screenplay. It's called the Leaning Ruins. <laughs> From the red team perspective, they are seeing the top of a building that has fallen down and is now leaning, and it is filled with. I can't tell if they're inverted, non inverted, just people shooting. Um, so there's people in the windows. There's people around the rubble, all shooting at the red team and the blue team and um, this is where the red team and blue team are actually as close as they ever get to each other because they actually bypass each other on the way out or no now that then they all move to the same landing field no never mind they both come in at the same but this is like the apex of it because it's at five minutes um, they're all checking their watches um, and then they red team and blue team both fire Um, They call them RPGs. They call them RPGs in the script too. They're AT4s actually. It doesn't matter. But still they're they're rockets that go boom. Um, Where was I? (laughs) So from the red red team, from their perspective, moving forward in time, they see the top of a building that has fallen down. That's what they're running towards. And then they start seeing the rubble Re-emerged. So the bottom of the building now re-emerges itself into, for a split second, you have an entirely full building. And at that moment, that's when Ives yells fire, Wheeler yells fire, or maybe it's you Neil. Know, who is it in the script? Uh, actually, I don't know. It doesn't say in the script who yells fire on the, on the blue team. But they skip fire. Oh, and, okay, so from, and then, from the red team's perspective, I'm just going to do the red team's perspective this time, um, because that's the one, and next, in my next minute, I'll explain from the blue team's perspective what happens. So, when they run up to it, they see the top of the building that has fallen down, and there is no bottom of the building, and it's full of people. It reemerges, and then all those people that were in the windows and shit, I guess, are now up <laughs> in the top floors of the building and they can't see what's going on and are probably really confused. And then the, and then the top floor explodes leaving only the bottom. Oh, I guess that makes sense. Now I, I just discovered what they did. All the people that are alive in the top floor of the building are in there shooting at the protagonist, the building's bottom floor rebuilds itself. So now all those people are up on the top floor and then the blue team blows up the top floor, <laughs> killing people. killing those killing those people. What? Shit, they did kill people.
0: I, the... yeah, man, you're you're just. But maybe of... they did
1: it by accident.
0: Stop it! Stop it!
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't. This is okay.
0: Whatever. So we'll we'll walk into it. Um, <laughs> whatever. Um... I was gonna like if if they can't, why are they shooting at each other for the last ten minutes here? Like. I of course, no they can kill each idea. other. It, but it's a, time travel doesn't make sense
1: because it doesn't exist. But
0: <laughs> no, I, I reject by that. the logic
1: of the movie, by the logic of the movie, I don't see how, like, back to my premise. Just I don't see how Neil could have killed Volkov if he saw him alive moments later, because that would be a paradox. That would be how could he, moving forward in time, all of a sudden be dead in the past. Dead uh, dead in the future. Uh, wait, no, dead in his past. How could he be dead in his past if we're rewinding the tape?
0: I I, I see what you're saying.
1: Yeah, I it's I visually think, I don't think it the only way it visually it makes sense is Neil's death.
0: I think you need to suspend that belief. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, actually think about uh
1: Okay, hmm. Let's get back to the building because th- that's only the very first like ten seconds of my minute. A little bit more, but just so, but just so that makes sense, and we'll do it from the blue team's perspective next time. Is um, there's people in the building? They're going to see the protagonist. The building rebuilds itself. They're all on the top floor. The uh, uh, the the protagonist blue team blows up the top floor. They're all dead, and that's how Neil and Ives can now do what they need to do. Let me just read how it's written in the scripts. Maybe that would help. Here we go. Okay. The protagonist spots a small debris rolling across the street and gathering momentum. I've sees larger and larger debris rolling down the street towards the leaning ruined of a building top. Um, He he says, uh, he signals to the red team RPG on my mark, watch counting down five, five, zero one, five, zero zero fire. The leaning ruin thrusts upwards uh, Wheeler, the blue team leader, watches the Leaning Ruins' upper stories reassemble as its base explodes. The protagonist takes cover, back as the red team, as the Leaning Ruins' base reassembles as its upper stories explode. The protagonist's eyes race to the tunnel entrance. And then this is the best part of all. A gray truck races at them as they dive for the tunnel. Remember, there's that's Neil right, that's in Neil. his truck. Honking! Hey, wait! Don't go! I just saw something that I'm actually about to just see, in the minute I've already described.
0: But stuff. in the, in this minute, we don't know that's Neil yet. No,
1: that's right. If you're watching yeah. forward in time, you don't know that that is Neil. You actually, we've seen this already. If you watch right? this, if you watch this
0: movie like a normal person, uh, you don't know yeah. who, you don't know who this is yet.
1: But going backwards, we've already actually seen this from Neil's perspective.
0: This is the power of temporal pincer movements, people.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So going backwards now, I know uh, that this is uh, this is Neil honking. Hey, wait, it's going to blow up. Don't don't go. (laughs) But oh, that's the other thing. I guess Neil, once he witnesses them go in the tunnel, he's like essentially committing suicide now. Right. Because he can't know if uh, even if he knows they just go in the tunnel, that's enough to know he cannot leave the field. From the perspective of. Like he knows he's not supposed to see that. He knows he's not supposed to know. There could I be guess no right. there could be no, there could be no knowledge of what, like the rest of the blue team doesn't actually know what the real mission is.
0: I mean, I think that's how he knows he doesn't come out of the tunnel. Right. That's
1: right. Yeah. Because, like, yeah.
0: Yeah. Or he I don't would... know, maybe not
1: from the moment he inverts. I think he knows he's on a suicide mission.
0: I think so. I do think. Yeah. So. yeah.
1: He just kind of gives into it. Okay. Uh, In the script, it says Wheeler ducks, but we don't see that. It kind of just keeps with the protagonist and Ives racing to the tunnel. They hit the tripwire. It blows up. Um, They look back and say, we're committed now. Um, And they start racing into the tunnel. Back to... Any questions before we leave the Stalak scene? Um, We're going to jump back to Vietnam.
0: No, just that uh Volkov is not inverted and kills an inverted neil
1: he kills an inverted neil yes by accident like he he was shooting he was actively shooting the protagonist but it, that, no i'm calling bs it can't if, if it can happen on accident it can happen on purpose i think it could only happen on accident no but you'd be shooting over a dead body that's fine maybe <laughs> that would be something if you run onto a battlefield and like the blue team just starts screaming shoot over the tops of the dead bodies eventually they'll resurrect themselves but even if you do that they're alive now in your timeline I
0: don't if know. you're
1: an inverted person and you're shooting over the tops of dead bodies until you hit one the act of hitting one actually makes them alive from your perspective so now you're like oh fuck maybe I shouldn't have shot over the top of that dead body because now he's coming to kill me I don't, I don't... See, see where this is the snake eating its own
0: tail. I know, I know, I know. Like, <laughs> I have, I have glimpses of what you're trying to say, but then I have my rational brain or my irrational brain saying, "No, no, no, that can't be." Okay, take the
1: protagonist and Ives out of the cave. Okay, it's just Volkoff in there. Um, say something happened, and protagonist and Ives actually blew up with the tripwire. But Neil's dead body is somehow in there. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be hilarious. Volkov's just, you know, trying to figure out how the crane works. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, what is with this guy? He's starting to twitch. Oh, shit. And he pulls out a gun. As the guy comes to life, he pulls the trigger, shooting him, killing him, inverted. But Neil is fully alive from his perspective now. And now he has to fight Neil. Actually, that's a hell of a movie. <laughs> but
0: that's but think it. About it. And then, then he could kill him again. No, Actually, because then, how did he get in there? That's a paradox. The big problem is the bullet, right? Like, is. Because,
1: like, the well, first. The bu- we've already mentioned the bullets don't make sense.
0: So, like, I think, and that's the crux of the problem here, right? Like, the bullet, it's almost like an inverted bullet that goes through his brain that. Yeah, I don't know.
1: Something. You're, you're, you're right in that there is something to dissect there. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm just thinking if I'm Volkov and I just go, oh, this guy's twitching. Oh, he's he's coming to life. I better shoot him. But like without thinking, oh, wait, if I shoot him, that means he's dead in reverse. That does nothing to help me in this situation, because then he's going to be alive and I'm going to have to fight him. And then me, Volkov, is going to be dead
0: in the future. I don't think Volkov's a deep thinker, though, but <laughs> no, no, he he's hired muscle. And that's it. we've determined <laughs> you can't even
1: is... use the crane properly. No, no, he's a,
0: he's a total moron.
1: All right. All right. But Back to, let's get, let's go. To we Vietnam. have to, yeah, we got to keep moving. We got to get to Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. We see um,
0: uh,
1: Seder playing with his suicide capsule. Cat says, what is that? A bird from the CIA. Ah, is that a good, I don't know if I'm doing a good <laughs> Seder voice. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Kat says, oh, okay, great, but what is it? She says, what is it? The way the world ends, not with a bang, but with a whimper. Cat says, I don't understand. It's completely ignoring that he's telling her that he's going to kill himself. Um, then Seder says, when I take it, it's all over. And then Cat says, then don't take it yet. Sader looks at her. In the script, it says, Sater looks at her, needing her to care. Interesting stage direction. And then he says, why not? Oh, I get it. He needs her to care because he needs to know he was loved. Right. Yeah. Why not? And then Kat says, and then this jumps into my next minute. uh, We've got a sunset coming and a little bit of vodka left. So she's just trying to push the timeline forward.
0: Yeah. Buying time. Buying time. Before she could shoot him for <laughs> yeah that's it that is it oh wow hmm. i feel i feel very unaccomplished today <laughs> i don't think we, have, we 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 are making a mess <laughs> we are making a <laughs> mess of this analysis
1: i almost thought i had something with that building uh but next week i'm really really gonna explain it a lot better <laughs>
0: <laughs> we have we have some homework to do here <laughs> Those uh, guys in the top, those guys
1: in the top floor of that building must be so confused <laughs> it's only like they for, were in a, only they're in a reverse 911
0: scenario are they are they too soon man are they <laughs> okay. are they inverted or are they normal or yeah are they are they normal or inverted you can't tell
1: in the battle scenes no it's really just guys crouched behind a wall shooting it could be kind of going either
0: way because if they're normal then you're right then they're 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 moving upwards in a collapsing building and then blowing up. But if they're yeah. inverted, then then the building below them just collapses. And then are they they in there? Or do they go into it after it was collapsed? Oh, wow. No, because the...
1: I think they're definitely forward-facing. They're, they're non-inverted. They're red team.
0: It's complicated. I'll,
1: I will answer that in the next episode. Yeah, I'm not. Because I can tell if the bullets are being caught by the rifles or if the bullets are going forwards. Is but that... Also, we're, we're switching back and forth from Neil's perspective to protagonist's perspective, because we're right in the middle of, you know, because it shows the building both ways. And that's why it's so confusing, because I really had to stop and go, am I looking at this as the protagonist or am I looking at this as Ive or as Neil?
0: Can we just <sighs> do you think we can get Christopher Nolan to to guest on our our show here one day and explain it to oh, us. Oh my god. You, you, do you ever watch that video
1: of him explaining memento with the chalkboard? No. Oh no. my god, you gotta watch that. And then I think I tweeted it out recently. And then uh just imagine if he tried to do that with Tenet. <laughs> <laughs> like it would just be like gobbledygook. It would feel like insane. It's great though. You should watch that moment where he explains momentum. Uh, memento. Yeah. as with the chalkboard and just a, a line that goes in a um a pin uh, um, a hairpin turn
0: yeah all <laughs> right well with that thank you for listening to the ten of men podcast if you've enjoyed this program please take a moment to follow rate review on whatever platform you found us on be assured we will continue our temporal pincer movements of this film next week and until then meet you at the beginning i'll
1: see you at the beginning friend